what's up? It's your girl Chai, and you're tuned in to a new episode of Chai Chat. So, I want to talk to you all. Well, basically, you know, I'm just, I was about to say to women, but you know what? I have male listeners too. So, this message is intended for women, but of course, you know, men can, um, whatever i don't discriminate <laughs> i'm just letting y'all know this is a, a more woman focused episode and the reason why i really want to talk about this is because i'm just i'm just seeing far too many women getting played and realizing that a lot of them are not being forewarned about the potential pitfalls of marriage so let me preface this by saying I am a single mother. I have never been married. I don't look down on marriage. I've wanted marriage when I was younger. I don't, however, want marriage now. And the reason why, because I know some of y'all going to call me dumb and, and I'm the reason why single motherhood is all, you know, all this other stuff. But you... I'm just going to tell you a little bit of my own tea. I grew up in a two-parent household. My parents were married. Um, they divorced when I was nine. And then they went on to marry other people. My grandparents were married for 50 years up until my grandpa passed away. And my great-grandparents were married and so on and so forth. So marriage is something that has been in my family for generations for many many decades um i'm no stranger to what marriage looks like however comma i've seen personally with my own two eyes how women end up getting played like a motherfucker when it comes to marriage yes they get the security even arguably the class privileges that come with marriages however a lot of them have been left vulnerable financially physically mentally and emotionally and i just don't think that the messaging that's happening in today's society is letting women know what could potentially happen. So I want to say I'm all for the level up messaging that's happening in the black woman space. Because I do think black women, especially dark skinned black women, do need to hear that they're worthy of marriage just like anybody else. They should aspire for marriage. And, you know, they need to vet men properly and thoroughly. So that when they get into these relationships, they're not the ones who are giving up so much as far as like just unequal uh, dispensing of energy, of time, of effort. So I'm all for that. But what I don't like, and I think I've mentioned this in previous episodes, I don't like how this conversation does appear to be unbalanced. If you're going to have these women aspire for that, then... You can't just simply give a, a warning of, well, you should bet properly. Because, okay, yeah, sure. 
vetting is important. It's essential. It's critical for a successful and long-lasting relationship. But also, you should be having a conversation of what could potentially happen to the woman if the marriage doesn't work out. Because the conversation that's happening is, oh, well, when you're married... Uh, your name will go on the obituary and if he dies or divorces you get you know x amount of money and this and the third and that's not the case all the time hell i would argue most of the time that's not the case when a lot of women divorce and just me speaking from my perspective and what i've been seeing firsthand mind you i work in my legal my career is in the legal profession in the military so I deal with a lot of um, legal actions most of my experience day to day is with criminal law but I do do some um, like legal assistance with things like power of attorneys and you know things like that but most of my um, bread and butter is earned from criminal law. That's what my specialty is. But being as I am in the military and divorce is so high and I have mostly military friends or veterans, I understand and know what's happening when it comes to divorce and what's happening with these women. So um, I will also say that when dealing with military people divorce is high and the reason why divorce is high is because unfortunately a lot of them don't vet they don't vet the people they're with because interestingly marriage is very much prominent in the army that's something that is within our army culture is marriage for so many reasons, you know, most of it being benefits. Like you get paid more if you're if you have a dependent, right? On top of it just I don't know, it just looks better, I guess, when you are married versus being a single parent or whatever, because it is a lot more difficult serving an army when you are a single parent. And the single soldiers do go through, you know, quite a bit of troubles because a lot of them are stuck in the barracks until they reach staff sergeant rank. The only way you get out the barracks is if you reach staff sergeant rank or if you get an exception to policy to live off post, which is very rare. It happens, but it's very rare to do. So you got to rank up or if you have a baby or you get married then you're entitled to live off post which would mean you get basic allowance for housing BAH so a lot of soldiers who, who aren't married and who don't have kids who don't have any dependents they have to go through years and years of being in the barracks and anybody will tell you the barracks suck I'm sorry to change the topic <laughs> I'm just trying to you know lay the foundation the barracks suck the food is trash. Um, a lot of the barracks living conditions are horrible. You're talking about exposure to mold of all kinds. Um, cleanliness is, you know, you can do the best you can, but there are so many soldiers that have lived in that barracks room. There's only so much cleaning you can do. It needs professional cleaning. Um, 
and and you're you're just exposed to a lot a lot of just unsavory conditions so uh me personally when i was in the barracks i had a whole motherfucking snake come into the barracks room a snake while i'm laying in the bed already already dealing with the roach infested quarters i literally watched a snake crawl from under the door from outside and just plant itself right there in on my uh right there in the, in the middle of the room i was scared shitless because i didn't know if it was a poisonous snake. i was in texas so it could be anything <laughs> you know what i'm saying so i say all that to say this is why a lot of soldiers rush the dating process rush the vetting process or some of them just get into a contract marriage where it's like look we trying to get out the barracks we trying to get more money so you want to get married sure so that's why divorce is high in the army so I'm saying all that to say I know that you know I'm talking about marriage and divorce from my perspective as a soldier but I will you know keep it a buck and let you know like well this is why it's high in the military anyway but what I'm seeing is a lot of women when they go through their divorce a lot of them are just getting played out of this world a lot of them are paying alimony a lot of them are having to give up custody of their kids some of them are having children that are just flat out taken away from them if they're civilian sometimes it does not go in their favor because if they're serving the courts seem to prefer a, a parent that's more stable versus a parent who could just up and deploy at any moment who pcs is every three years you know etc etc so a lot of it tends to go into the favor of the civilian. They tend to have a lot more uh, leeway and rights when it comes to custody and, and things like that. Um, domestic violence is just out of this fucking world. A lot of them are getting sexually assaulted in their marriages because a lot of people don't understand that uh, just because you're married, that doesn't mean that consent is just thrown out the window and you could just have somebody's body whenever you want to it don't work like that so i'm seeing a lot of sexual assaults in the marriages a lot of domestic violence a lot of women losing custody of their children a lot of women uh paying alimony and a lot of women being financially abused how what does that look like so a lot of them because they're married they have access to their pii social security numbers date of birth you know things like that so I've seen wives where their husbands are opening up all types of shit in their names. We're getting loans in their names. Things that these, this woman cannot afford to have on her account, on her uh, credit her credit account, things like that. Mm -hmm. And so there's nothing that they could do because a lot of people assume like, oh, well, you're married to so-so? Sure. But I'll sign this thing off for you on behalf of your wife or husband and then next you know they're in debt now being in debt in the army is something that's a little bit more serious because if you have a security clearance you can lose it in fact you can actually be separated from the army if your debt is of significant amount where it's impeding on your ability to serve as well as making you vulnerable to you know extortion from like foreign uh, entities and things like that so, you know, there's so many issues that arise from that. And 
I feel like when we have these conversations to women talking about, oh, level up, and, you know, marriage, 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 a lot of women are just consuming these messages and just like, okay, I got to get married, I got to get married, I got to get married. And even though you're also telling them to vet a man, their primary goal is I don't want to look like a stupid single mama bitch. So let me just get into a marriage. I vetted him for, you know, a year or so. And and now I'm in his marriage and now this nigga done flipped the switch on me and now I'm getting you know all types of shit going on in my marriage I had to get a divorce and that's a whole other beast in and of itself and things like that so I just feel like we need to have those conversations or more conversations on what could potentially happen to women who do get married and who unfortunately may have to go through a divorce so that these women can you know better protect themselves for instance, I this is the reason why I don't want to get married because I just feel like I am way too legally and financially vulnerable to be with a you know a situation like that. Uh, I can't get into like the personal stuff of like how I see my family. Some of my family members get played with marriage, but I've seen wives who who were you know contracted incurable diseases from their cheating ass husbands i've seen them be financially abused and extorted and exploited i've seen them be raped by their i didn't see the actual rape but i'm just saying i know that they were raped by their husbands and things like that and you know it's just crazy it's really really crazy and i just want youtubers the the level up youtubers and the pro marriage youtubers to keep it real Y'all are so focused on this stigma and this taboo of a woman possibly becoming a single mother that I think a lot of y'all are just setting them up for another another form of failure by you know pushing so hard with marriage. I think that the messaging should be like okay marriage is the goal, but how do you vet a man? The importance of vetting a man the importance of protecting your financial sovereignty just because y'all married y'all don't have to have joint accounts and if you do have joint accounts how can you legally protect yourself i understand that these youtubers are not lawyers so they're not going to know like the legal parameters and rights and and avenues that people can take to protect themselves but i think if you're going to have these type of uh, segments you can at least provide some resources as well and just push the messaging of you have to protect yourself even when you're married even when you're in love even when you have vetted this person always make sure that you are not in a position to be completely and ultimately vulnerable there are ways that you can protect yourself in this marriage it's a lot it's a very very challenging but you should have insight and awareness of how you can do that you should also be pushing the messaging of consent is consent it don't matter if you're married you're single whatever whatever if you say no to your husband with having sex then it's no and if he he proceeds with sex that is rape okay a lot of a lot of women and men do not understand that marriage does not negate consent so you need to know that as well if you have children before you even have children when y'all talk about vetting or whatever, y'all also need to be pushing the messaging of making sure you're genetically compatible. Compatible. A lot of people will be surprised that some people may look normal on the outside, but they're carrying some default genes. A lot of them are default. Um, 
and faulty or whatever whatever and so you want to make sure like you also push that importance as well because you don't want to be late into your pregnancy or at worst your baby is born and you're facing all sorts of medical hurdles and and trauma and tragedies and come to find out it's because y'all are genetically incompatible and now your baby is suffering on, on top of you having a financial burden i hate to put it that way but it is it becomes burdensome and so i just i just think that these are the type of conversations we need to have the not simplify it on this basic shit like oh get the ring or whatever let's talk about genetic compatibility let's talk about legal recourses and legal protections and how to maintain some form of sovereignty and um autonomy because it's 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 important it's critical you can do these things and still be married i mean i just i want people to understand that like you can do it it's possible um i just i personally i'm not for that you know leaving everything up to the man to pay and stuff like that no baby because when when it's time for me to get up and go i want to get up and go and, and I'm going to be financially set. Y'all could keep playing around with that type of bullshit where you, you're you're financially dependent on this man. But the shit always goes left for women when it comes to shit like that. Because that's another thing. I know men who feel like, you know what? I'm the one paying all the bills. Hell yeah, I'm going to fuck, on, fuck around on, the, on my wife. Because she's just staying at home. A lot of them don't respect stay-at-home mothers. Some of them want it. Some, some of them love that they have a wife waiting on them at the house and they ain't got to worry about her being out in the streets or being exposed to co-workers or whatever, whatever. But a lot of them do not respect them. And that's another side of that coin. A lot of them get, a lot of stay-at-home mothers and wives get taken advantage of. And the man don't feel no fucking way about it because he feels like, well, you signed up for this. I'm paying for everything. Hell yeah, I'm going to have my, my side chicks. Hell yeah, I'm going to come home whenever the fuck I want to because you're not paying for anything. I I swear to God, I've known men like this. I've known men who said this, who said this to me. So that's that's another side of the coin that needs to be discussed as well. Yeah, he paying for everything. Yeah, you staying at home. Yeah, you got nice things and stuff. But does he respect you? And no, that's not your fault because a lot of men do send mixed signals. They want women to be dependent on them. They want women to need them. But a lot of them resent it. Especially if that man suddenly finds himself making less than what he was making when he got with you. And now the financial pressure's on. The resentment is, is up. He lashing out at you. He's, he's tightening the hold of, of your little allowance and stuff like that. I've seen this shit happen. That's why people say, like, yo, before you fully commit to a man, you need to see him go through some seasons. You need to see how he deals with, you know, troubled waters. Because it's not going to always be sunshine and rainbows and flowers and stuff. Sometimes a nigga going to lose his job. How does he handle that? A nigga going to have people in his family die. How is he going to handle that? Because nine times out of ten, unfortunately, the wife. And remember, I'm speaking, you know, to the women. I'm not saying this always happens because it happens to men, too. But I'm speaking to the women on this episode. Sometimes the wife is the whipping horse. She is the scapegoat. She is the emotional punching bag for the men. 
They don't know how to handle their shit. A lot of men do not know how to process their emotions in a healthy way. And, and it c comes out in all sorts of abusive and crazy ways. And the women and the children are usually the ones that suffer from it. And I have seen it time and time again. Remember, I work in criminal law. I've seen how this shit has happened. So... I just want I just want the conversations to be a little bit more balanced, a little bit more realistic. I think a lot of these YouTubers and TikTokers are just, you know, selling delusion and they're not necessarily grounding their messaging in, in truth, in balanced truth. Not all marriages are awful. Of course not. They're not. Some marriages are just an absolute dream come true. But let's keep it let's keep it a buck. Marriage and divorce rates are like 50-50. And I think divorce rates are like a little bit higher than marriage rates. There's a reason for that. And a lot of it, a lot of it is money and sex. Those are big factors. So if we're going to push for marriage, how are we going to, you know, make sure the woman is safe, right? How are we going to uh, talk about keeping the marriage, being healthy, making sure we understand what healthy behavior looks like? I'm telling y'all, just just have some discernment and don't let these people sell you craziness and fairy tales. We don't live there. We live in the real world and in the real world, shit ain't as always sweet as we would like it to be. So how are you going to protect yourself? How are you going to make sure you're, you're going to be okay no matter what? And that's all I got for you guys. Um, thank you for tuning in to another episode um, hopefully I didn't offend nobody that was not my intention I just I just want people to just be more discerning you know what I'm saying and seek balanced truth and that goes beyond marriage of this conversation because sometimes I feel like messaging across the board is so skewed in one way look as my teacher in high school told me look for secondary sources secondary third sources things like that make sure you you're questioning the legitimacy of the person who's providing these messages right make sure that you know checks and balances are in play when we are consuming messaging so that your ass is setting yourself up for play for failure and getting played that's all i'm saying so i hope you have a great day today is monday over here may 15th um and i'll check in with y'all hopefully later on in this week if not next week but thank you for this chat and we'll chat later. Bye.